The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Deirdre Serego bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment and RuPaul yeah, all in Ru. one. Yay! What's up everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Want to remind you, you can get in the chat room and you can see all of us. Uh, I'm in the chat room along with everybody else. Hello chat room. You can hit the ITV button. At the top of the page on the W4CY website and see us live waving at you. RuPaul's drinking something. <laughs> and before we get started, let me introduce our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, everybody. Whoa. Was that you or was that RuPaul? <laughs> that was RuPaul. Ru, it's my time to speak. Hey, everybody, it's Ron Russell here with my darling RuPaul, who's becoming the star of our show. There you go. That's right, honey, and you better believe it. That Jimmy Star's on his way out, hon. I'm taking over. Yeah, baby. <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Jimmy, Ron, what's going on? What's going on, chat room? Welcome to the show. Absolutely. And what's up, everybody in the chat room? Irish Ginger, Chad Girl, Alexandre Aiden, Ginger Irish. We want to give a special shout-out to Carla Flora and Ginger Irish for helping the Jimmy Star Show uh, with their Shorty Awards votes. So thank you very much. You guys have been awesome. And Ginger Irish also hosts the Irish Ginger Show Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time right here on W4CY. Yay. And... I danced throughout the whole show. Watch me dance later. Woo! I dance, I dance, I dance. <laughs> easy, Ru, easy. That's so funny. I love it. And uh, everybody, everybody, we got a great fun show. We're going to have Skittish coming on. Awesome, awesome, awesome new rock band. And Christina Elise McCarthy, you guys probably know her. She was on at Beverly Hills 90210 as Emily Valentine. She was on ER. She was in Child's Play 2, Body Snatchers, all kinds of great, great, great movies. And RuPaul's like feeling me up. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a good time with her and her new book. And another thing we want to do is we want to wish Carla Floor a happy 25th birthday. Carla, we think you guys, you're fabulous. We wish you a very, very happy birthday. And Ron's going to sing happy birthday to you after he gets done playing. Okay, here you go, Ron. Go. Does he want Marilyn Monroe? It's a she. Oh, then she wants it butch. <laughs> I'll do it with the French accent. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, mon chéri. Oh, I'll give you the kisses on the French side of my body. I get to tell you that I love you so much because you're the most beautiful woman in the world. To you, happy birthday, my darling. I'm coming to give you champagne and a little bit of extraness. Oh, happy birthday, my dear. <laughs> 
Pretty good, Ron. Way Pretty to go. Good. That was that was different, right, Chad? That was like it. new and new and, and unexpected. You never know what's gonna come out of our cool, outrageous man about town. Carla, happy, happy birthday, and thank you so much for everything that you do and, and for being a big supporter of the Jimmy Star show. When you do French, you must be dirty because the French people love sex and they have no barrier on sex. They do what they want to do because they are natural people. Now I sound Russian. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sit still. This bitch never sits still. Sit still. She says thanks and merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. I do, madame. Ma- there you Mademo- go. Mademoiselle. Absolutely. Hey, Chad, did you watch it? Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. That was quite the uh, waste of time, but I loved the uh, halftime show with uh, Bruno Mars. It was really good. I, it was like a couple years we haven't had like satanic, slutty, uh, Illuminati flashing women uh, covering the halftime show, and this was kind of classy. I was I was blown away. Actually, I didn't watch it, but then I went back and watched the videos of them because everybody was pissed at the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, they didn't have their instruments plugged in. Oh, they didn't? <laughs> no, so they were singing to a track, and well, like everybody got upset. I think. Well, the drummer was really playing, so that's cool. So yeah, he was playing, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are awesome. And there was a it was a cool lineup. How about? Did you care who won the game? Did you were you voting for somebody? I don't even know who played. Were you no, voting for somebody I didn't, particular? No, I didn't really care for any particular team, and. Uh, I was just hoping that the score would be a little more even, something a little more of a nail-biter, but it was kind of like by the first quarter. Yeah, just I'm get, happy I didn't watch it. And Ron, Ron's just playing with RuPaul's hair right now. He just can't let that thing go. Why is, why is, why is Ron so low? I don't know. Do you think I look French with my hair piled on top of my head? I think I look very French. Anyway, yeah, turn, yeah, I nev- turn I Ron up a little those bit. Bowl, those bowl things. You know, I'm not a sporty guy. I mean, I'm just an artist in every way. I paint, I sculpt, I act, I sing, I dance. I don't do that man shit. Was that better? Is that better, Chad? Sure, we'll what see. Are you doing sound check. Okay. While I'm yeah. Talking? Yes. Sound check. Anyway, I was never one for sports. I once was on a baseball team when I was about 14. In fact, it was told to me at dinner the other night by a friend of mine who was on that team, and he told Jimmy that Ron was bored playing out in left field. Well, nobody had balls out there to me. So I was practicing the cha-cha, a new step I had just learned. And a ball came, and I looked at it, and I said, ah, screw it, and I let it go over my head. Well, they kicked me off the baseball team. And I was a little upset about it, but not totally, because then I could sit with all the girls. And the girls loved me. You know what, too, is funny? Because like, when we were in Hilton Head, South Carolina, Ron went on the tennis court to hit the tennis ball, and he hit one, and it went like over the fence like 60 yards away. <laughs> That's how powerful a player I am. See how I play? I play so well. I knocked the ball practically into North Carolina. Nice. My nose is running, everyone. Forgive me, but I just was to the doctors yesterday with a terrible, terrible sinus sinus infection. And I said to the doctor, because he knows I'm from Florida, I said, doctor, what should I do? And he said, move back to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that was a good cure. I'll send you a a bubble of air. This is called winter snots or something like that. It's freezing here. Well, it's not freezing. It's 36. He's a liar. It's ice. We have iced all over the place, which is magnificent. Nature has a way of of making you happy even when he deals you ice. How about ice fishing? And if you see the trees, they all have like icicles hanging off of them. Any ice fishing? It looks like a crystal ballroom. I can't explain it. It looks like a, a fantasy where you're walking in only crystal. And when the sun is out and it sparkles through all of the glass or the or the ice that looks like glass, it's really breathtaking. It really is beautiful. Yes. I don't think I want to live in it forever, but it's beautiful. 
as is sunshine, flowers, spring, fall, winter. Here's how, how, how icy it is, though, Chad. Check this out. All the TV shows this morning were canceled, and all the only thing they were showing on, like, ABC and NBC and all the major stations was local weather because the roads were so icy, you know, that they're trying well, to not because stop that, people because from wrecking. Robin, Robin uh, Roberts lives in Manhattan, but Lara doesn't. Lara lives in Connecticut, and Lara has a driver that picks her up every morning, and I don't think the driver got to her. And then they all decided not to risk Lara in the car driving into the city to do the show. So I don't. I haven't heard from Lara. I'll talk to her later. I don't know if she made the show and didn't go on the air, or half of the team didn't get there. But anyway, either way, the show yeah. wasn't aired. So and, and, like, and Good Morning America is on. Even if an atom bomb hit Forty Second Street, they'd still work on. We're Robert. still filming. Keep it going. They do. <laughs> Good Morning America. I mean, you could shoot them all, and their corpses would talk. I mean, like like zombies. Yep. Zombies. We saw this cute movie last night on TV. Shaun of the Dead. A cute zombie so movie. Silly. Did okay. you ever see that? No. Show? Oh, it's a spoof. It's an English spoof on zombies. Sure. And it's a combination of all of these zombie films that have been made. Right on. I really, you'd enjoy it because you have that warped sense of humor like I do. Slapstick, and, sure. Yeah, you would love it. It's so corny and silly, but they make fun of the stupid things that they expect people to get frightened of. Well, I, I, I enjoyed it. And the acting was very Dry great. humor. Huh? I guess it's dry humor. Is that what it is? I don't know if it's so much dry humor. Is as dry humor was in my day, where people did double entendre sort of stuff or, or you know, figure it out, figure it out humor. It's more or less very openly done, so even a moron would laugh. And it stars Simon Pegg, who that was his first big mm-hmm. film uh, that did really well, and now he's like a superstar because like he was in the last like Mission Impossible as one of the lead guys in the last mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. So like now he's like super. You know, super big, and they're doing a new Monty Python movie, and he's going to be the star of it. When Mel Brooks did Frankenstein and, uh, of course, the fabulous Blazing Saddles, you had to think a little at what the humor was. But this film, you don't have to think. it. just sit there, and they smack you in the face with it. But it's really cute and funny, and I suggest everyone. Everybody in the chat room likes zombies, too. So if you guys haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, go see it, because it's super fun. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Rue has something to say. What, honey? Oh, she said she once dated a zombie. Well, how did that work out, honey? Well, he was dead. Well, not in all places. One place he wasn't dead. <laughs> oh, you can't say that on radio. She's got to speak closer in the mic, too, so we can hear Rue, her. Did you hear what she said? She said she dated a zombie and he was dead, but not in all places. Not everything was dead. Rue, you can't no. say that on radio. Sure you can, as long as you don't use a bad word. Rue, Rue, Rue behave like a lady. <laughs> well, she's really a man. Behave, behave like a he, she, or she, he. Whatever the hell you are. Jim. Absolutely. You know what, too? We watched another film last night, and, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It was done in 1985, and it was set in 1965 Catholic school, and it was called Heaven Help Us. And it stars all kinds of Stephen Jeffries from Fright Night, Patrick Dempsey, um, Kevin Dillon, Mary Stuart Masterson, Andrew McCarthy, one of the Hurt Brothers. I loved it. It was awesome. And, and even though it's like a 25-year-old movie, like it was really, really good. So if anybody's like looking for something, I'm sure it's probably like on Netflix or rented at a store or on Netflix or Blockbuster. I guess not Blockbuster. Wherever you get movies from and uh, get it because it's like really, really, really good. And you get to see all these people who are superstars now, you know, what they look like when they were like significantly younger. It has held up over 20 years. I just have one objection to the film. I enjoyed it. It was funny. But one of the characters continuously, repetitiously kept saying faggot and fags and faggot and fairies and faggot and fag. And it kept going on through the whole film. Well, I was very upset about this until the ending. And the ending, they gave a synopsis of what all these young boys went on to become as they grew up, what their careers were. Well, the one that kept saying faggot, fag and faggot 
was a hairdresser. <laughs> so we know that he was a closet fag. Because most people who call men fags are fags. Either are fags or are afraid of becoming one or are afraid that if they're left alone with one, they might want. So, you know, be careful out there, you guys that are saying fag, faggot, faggot. Because, you know, if you don't think it, you don't do it. I mean, I don't say like a terrible word like horse meat, horse meat, horse meat. Why would I? I'm not interested in horse meat. But if you keep saying fag, fag, faggot, faggot, fudge packer, you know, whatever the hell the other things they say, <laughs> get hit, hit in the pants and all that sort of stuff, then you have to worry. Also, everybody is complimenting, like, my nice polka dot shirt. It's yes. a Jimmy Star. Yes. It's a Jimmy Star deep V-neck shirt, and there's yes. some other ones similar to it because they're all one of a kind, but there's some other similar ones. If you go on eBay and plug in Jimmy Star brand. And Mr. Russell is wearing a Jimmy Star also. He's not always wild and wacky. He does do conservative. I love this shirt. This comes also in a poncho. He did it in a beautiful poncho that I wear. And it's a tribute to Burberry. Yeah, it's a tribute to Burberry because it's the Burberry look, but not the print. But it is a Burberry print, but not Burberry, the company. Uh, anyway, so Jimmy Star goes all over. You could wear him to be wild at a party, or you could wear him to be conservative when you're meeting the parents of your girlfriend or boyfriend who are waspy people. Chad, like, too, like, I think he's got, like, a real fixed face in here with this RuPaul thing. <laughs> Love this doll. I'm telling you. I always told you that. I was a puppeteer when I was a kid. I used to have a howdy duty of Mr. Bluster, or Summer, Fall, Winter, Spring, uh, Flubber-Dub, all those puppets. Ooh, I got and an I would, idea. I build, huh? I got an idea. Okay, no, really. what's your idea? So you got the camera pointed that way towards you guys this week. What you d should do is set up a separate angle over to the left or right to a, for a puppet show and you know, take a little break and then take the camera and switch it and put on a puppet show for everyone. Well, you know, I'm still... We have a lot of toys. <laughs> there you I'm go. Still, Let's I'm see still it. I'm bugging Jimmy, you know, cheap old Jimmy, to get me a remote camera that we can work from here. I can push the, the lever. Don't it's be a like bitch, a, It's like a remote airplane lever, you know, the kind Jimbo, of we got a call coming in. Should we take it? <clears throat> oh, yeah, you, let's take you, it. You expecting somebody? Skittish. Here you go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, hello. Is this Jeff Noller? You know it is. I just wanted to make sure. Wow, do I like your voice. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell and his girlfriend, RuPaul. Oh, my. <laughs> if, you, if you're watching on Skype, you'll see she's a big, big puppet that I have sitting on my left lap. And she's a nasty girl and does nasty stuff and says nasty things. <laughs> so if she says something nasty to you, don't get offended. She just is being cute. Oh, <laughs> you, you do have a great voice. Yeah, you got a great <laughs> Thank you very much. Voice. You have a fabulous Oh, voice. oh. I'm Thank you. Well, I wish I had a lady sitting on my lap as well, but no, nope, <laughs> well, no. Nope. This, is, this Just... is a puppet. She actually, she has lace panties on, and if you look through the panties, she has a gigantic penis oh, because my. it is RuPaul, the drag queen. <laughs> oh. so, I mean, this is not a lady sitting on my lap. This is an it. It's a, it's a fun uh, it, though. We also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. How about that for an intro? Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is Jeff Nolan from the band Skittish, who is awesome, and you're going to be hearing big things from them. We have a chat room full of people. Jeff, how about just give a shout out to everybody in the chat room? Hey, hey, chat room! How's it going? 
There you go. And also, you guys in the chat room, if you want to throw up some links, uh, their website is www.iamskittish.com. And you can follow them on Twitter at, at IamSkittish, which is S-K-I-T-T-I-S-H again. Now, can I ask the first question? Yes. How did you come up with the name Skittish? Huh? Skittish. All right. Um, I'd say it's just my uh, love of watching those nature shows. They, they always end up saying that the animals are very skittish. And I just, uh, I don't know, I, I like that. I like that. I like the word. Um, I don't know. I just, what does I just that actually mean? I thought perhaps you were Jewish and you were trying to spell Yiddish and it came out kiddish. Skittish. Yeah. Skittish. Yeah. <laughs> skittish. <laughs> you're, you're Yiddish and skittish. I love it. I love it. So, so really it's that simple then. Like, like, the, cause what does skittish mean? That means the animals are like running all over the place or they're, what is that? Uh, yeah. Sort of, sort of, you know, nervous, uh, uh, not comfortable in their surroundings and just, uh, sort of that, uh, nervous energy, that kind of thing. I suppose I've, uh, I've got a little bit of that myself, so I, I have some <laughs> I of that too. Well. But I listen to your music, and I'm not the bit skittish about your music. It's really good music. Oh, so, nice. so Thank I would you. have preferred your name of your group be like fabulously interesting, wonderful hearing skittish. Yeah, I was, I was going to go badass, awesome, large penis dude, but it's too long. <laughs> again, so I had, to, I had to shorten it down a little bit. So you're you're the like founding member of Skittish, and you're also the singer, right? That is correct. Yeah. And you have a new EP called the Five Stages EP, which actually um, is coming out Tuesday, I think. Uh yeah, the eleventh. So um, yeah, it's yeah. Tuesday. It's coming out on Tuesday, you guys, on Spectre Records from the Spectre Music Group, and it'll be in stores and on all the digital downloads. It's called the Five Stages EP, and I'm just going to read this little thing real quick. It says, based on the five stages of grief that people go through when experiencing massive changes in their lives. Each song represents a different stage, a different voice, the different personalities we all have when the flood of chemicals in our brain tilt us one way or another. It was written by you, and it dances the listener from denial to acceptance in 25 minutes. I know you guys had a bunch of tragedy in the band to get to the point where you are now. I don't know if like that's okay to like speak with it just a little bit so people kind of get an idea of, of where the music's going, because we're going uh, to play the first single, Running Lights, uh, in a few minutes for everybody to hear. But uh, can you speak to that yeah. a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just an early, earlier incarnation of the band when I had different bandmates and uh, things were going very well and we were down at uh, South by Southwest. You know, some labels were showing interest and we played our uh, showcase show and whatnot. And then uh, around that time, or at the same night, I was about to uh, sort of meet and try to try to make an agreement with the label dude. My drummer tried to kill himself in the uh, hotel room and so I was trying to uh, call an ambulance about five minutes before I was going to go into this big meeting with this label. And so uh, that that ended up turning out all right. But then yeah, sort of the beginning of the end with with, with uh, that particular group of people, then the... Uh, as, Which is very unfortunate, by the way. But, uh, why, why did he want to kill himself? Oh, I have no idea, really. <laughs> it's just uh, just one of those things. It's terrible. So basically, I, you wait, had hang on, hang on. I'm I'm hung up on this thing. So did you help him? Did you get him some help so that he doesn't? Yes. Do it? So yeah, is he we, okay? is we he got okay him the. Uh, yep, yep. He's perfectly fine now. Good. God perfectly bless. Fine now. We like that. We want to hear that. So after everything yeah, yeah. was going good, everything was going really good, and then everything kind of blew up, and then you had to like pick up your 
pants by the, your ankles and pull them up and like start all over again. Yeah, yeah. I ended up uh, sort of losing my bandmates through eh, like bad sort of relationship stuff as well. Having a having a lady in the band can uh, <laughs> can cause some bad love triangle stuff. So uh, a little <laughs> little bit of that going on a couple months later, and then I lost the bandmates and decided, all right, I got to. Uh, I gotta stick with this thing, so I just put together that EP, uh, just recorded it myself, and um, then uh, Bobby at Spectra ended up hearing it, loving it, and here we are today. I've got a whole new set of bandmates, and things are going great. Actually, too, I was speaking to Bobby earlier today, and he told me that he thinks that this new single is one of the like best singles for best songs for an up and coming you know rock band like from anybody. It doesn't matter what label they're on. He's like really, really impressed with it. I'm impressed with it, and 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 Chad, you know, like when I sent that to you, I sent you their video for it too. Is it going to be possible to play some of the video while the song's playing? Yeah, I didn't know you wanted to, but I'll pull that up. Yeah, go ahead and pull up. So, so the video to me is like super cool. Ron is a really big into. Uh, I don't know old genre movies and and uh, film, film. films. F- good film. Good film. And I, like when I saw the thing, I immediately showed it to him because I yeah. thought, wow, like what actually? How did your concept for this video come out? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The basic concept was I just wanted to put uh, myself and my bandmates sort of in old old footage that I found online. It's uh, free footage, but it's uh, from the early days when they when they first kind of came up with the with film and so uh i managed to get us kind of in in this old-timey film of uh, a city in san i think it might be san francisco um from like 1905 i believe it is well it's i really loved it. cool i really loved it and i watched it not once but twice and i absolutely you know i have a thing here where on this show if i tell jimmy to put the music in our car radio it means you got like an oscar or whatever, whatever they give. And I told Jimmy this morning, put them in the car. I don't like bad music or bad vocalists who have made a fortune of money because they have sold their badness to the public, telling them it was goodness. Uh, when a true yeah. artist comes along, and when I really hear harmony, music, a beat, a sound, I appreciate it. And I played your stuff this morning twice. You're good. You're, you're a very good group. I like your. And how do you actually describe your sound? Like, if somebody didn't know about you and you were like doing an interview, like you are now, would you say I'm a we're a folk rock band? What would you actually call yourself? Easy. Listening. Yeah, I, I I like to say it's uh, folk rock with thorns. So we got you got you got sort of the folky rock thing going on. But I like to think I got some uh, some budding lyrics now and again that you might not hear in other folk songs. There you go. So the first single that's going to be coming out is called Running Lights. Is there any story behind it? That we should Running lights is just just young, having fun out on the out on the town kind of stuff. Okay, uh, it's the most uh, most upbeat song uh, I've written in a while. So I think it's uh, yeah, like like Bobby from Spectre said, it it is a it is a good single song. Yeah. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, uh, uh, Chad. You're ready, right? Yeah, I can just play the video, right? Yeah, the video from YouTube. No, you probably could just play the video yeah, and have the sound well, go through the video. I don't video. want it to be not... And those, and those of you who Skype in, you're going to enjoy this video. It's a great video. So we're going to let you... Uh, Jeff, you actually introduce it. He's going to play it and then stay, hang on the line, and when it's over, we'll uh, be back to talk some more. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so go ahead and introduce okay. it for us. All right, this is the song Running Lights from uh, the new Skittish EP, which is the Five Stages EP.
sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that's Running Lights by Skittish. We have on the phone Jeff Noller, lead singer, band put together a person. Dude, the video is awesome, and I want to tell you, too, uh, the song is awesome. It's very different and unique. And who's the hottie girl? She's oh, her name I is know. Bri- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Brianna Tag, and she is uh, the new the new uh, chick singer in the band. She she sings a lot of our backup harmonies, and uh, um, yeah, it's been a great great band member so far. She looks like a hot Liv Tyler. You know, like kind of like when Liv Tyler was hotter. <laughs> she looks like a hot Liv Tyler, and and she's playing an accordion. Yeah, yeah, she I, can play about any instrument you can think of. Yeah, I think that that is so cool. When I was a little kid, my best friend had to like take accordion lessons every afternoon, and I thought, when are you ever going to use that? And for fifty years, I've never seen anybody playing an accordion until now. So, like, I think that's like really cool and a, a cool thing to do. Do you play accordion? Oh, yeah. on? I play with myself, but not in the <laughs> I'm good at that. But uh, I have I find your music to be reminiscent of a lot of the bands of my era, which is the hippie days, when everybody was, Hi. you know, getting happy from Kool Aid. Um, your music is interesting. It's it's definitely got a beat that I love. Uh, I could listen to you all day long. You're not abrasive. You don't annoy me. I don't want to scream at you and say get that crap off. You're good. Definitely nice, good. Nice, thanks. Yeah. Well, I guess I. I suppose that makes sense. I think uh, I think a lot of people um, keep discovering new bands, listening to new music. I tend to uh, I tend to keep on going back to the to the '60s and '70s and and trying to find you know deeper cuts by artists I already like or artists I haven't really listened to. I, that, that tends to be the era that I listen to the most. The best music was the '30s, '40s, '50s. Uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then after the 90s, music went, I don't know where it went. <laughs> but it went down the tubes as far as I'm concerned. Maybe you'll bring it back in the year 14. Um, because yeah. cer- certainly music today, I hate to say this, but I don't understand it. And people my age, you know, 50, don't understand it either. It's, it doesn't have a beat. It doesn't have a meaning. It doesn't have a rhythm. It has noises and People screaming. They don't sing. They shout as loudly as they can. He doesn't like well, I think, any of that. Uh, yeah, uh, I would say the music of of this day and age has gone more towards. Um, I don't know. It's like they're trying to work out a formula, like what's going to sell most. It doesn't right. come really from emotions or the heart. It comes from a financial angle. Oh, no, no, you're totally screaming. no, no. You're right. You're right, though, because like the record labels will tell you what you need. I mean, that's what's so cool about being on Spectra. Like they're going to put the music yeah. out. They're going to help make it really popular, and then, and, but just, nobody told you how you had to record it. Right. And, uh, no, and they, didn't, an, they didn't change a thing. They said, it's all great, man. We're putting it out just as and, is. And so, that's what, that's that what we do. I actually, uh, I actually do the hip-hop vi- division of uh, Spectrum Music Group. It's called Monarchy Records, so I do like all the urban music. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that it's such a unique thing to be able to put music out as an artist the way you want to put it out. And, it's uh, very unique and, this day and age. Yeah, it's very very unique, and I think the music is. And one thing that's unique about you guys is you're very unique. It's kind of like when, <laughs> um, uh, who's that band? Um, oh, now RuPaul's like hitting on me. Um, who's 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 who's, who's the, what's the band that does clocks? Uh, now I forgot. Uh, Coldplay. Coldplay. It's like when Coldplay first came out, like not a lot of people listen, sounded like Coldplay, you know, and then. 
then everybody sounds like now everybody sounds like Coldplay, you know, and like mm-hmm. you, you've got something very unique and different. And probably two years from now, you know, there's going to be 50 bands who sound like you because you've paved a way and everybody's going to like copy what they hear because you're going to have created a niche before the niche was there. And I think that's super, yeah. super awesome. And I think you guys are going to do really well with it. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. And I hope uh, I hope those other bands don't get popular before me. So when people hear my stuff, they think I'm ripping them off. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which can happen. Are there, are <laughs> there, uh, the situation. A couple of weeks ago, we had Mark Stein. He's the lead singer from Vanilla Fudge, which they were real popular in the late 60s. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a lot of fun. Like, are there bands, are there some people that are out now that are popular in the late 2000s that you're like, oh, like this band is pretty cool and that you kind of like like? Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm a fan of uh, AWOL Nation as far as uh, newer bands. Um, Cage the Elephant, I've, I've liked some of their stuff. Hey, you um, know, my, my cousins are Cage the Elephant. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to have them on the show soon. Uh, I thought we were going to be in England in February, and they're going to be on tour in England, and we were going to hook up, but uh, probably when they get back from tour. But, yeah, they're like my actual, like, they're my father's sister's grandchildren or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> did, you know that Jimmy, did you know Jimmy's other cousin was John Wilkes Booth, who killed President Lincoln? <laughs> it's true. Don't laugh. It's what? true. Tell him, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. We don't usually tell people that. <laughs> I, 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 I love yes. Cousin, I'm adopted, though, so really none of the families are mine. <laughs> cousin John killed Lincoln. <laughs> what about? Well, put that on your resume. Yeah, that's not a good thing. I, I don't and yeah, I say, just, I say break up Cage the Elephant angle a little, a little more. Well, well, the irony is he represents most African-American groups. I'm sure they're going to love to know that. <laughs> <laughs> that his cousin killed Lincoln. I mean, you know, that's African-American's hero. That's funny. If it wasn't for Abe, they'd still be slaves and we'd still be disappointed. Oh, every, everybody in the chat room, too, is telling me they like my new beard. I grew a beard, just so you know, Jeff. That's why I'm bringing that well, up. Because I didn't have well, it. I've had it for like two and a, three weeks now. Rue uh, said he's been getting aroused by the beard. She told me that. <laughs> yeah. She said, he is so hot. Did you see how she was hugging and kissing you? <laughs> that's Ru, funny. Rue wants to experiment with you. So tell us, are you single? That's your job. You're supposed to ask if he's single or married. Or no, I know. He takes all my work away. I don't care, Jimmy. You do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to. Add, I, I'm not supposed to. But, oh, oh, but you usually do, but you're not doing it because you're so busy playing with RuPaul. No, I, I don't do it because it wasn't that part of the interview, but I will now. Are you? Uh, here's my question. Are you straight, gay, married, or single? <laughs> I, am, uh, I am straight, and I do have a girlfriend. Um, speaking of that Running Lights video, you know, I kind of came up with the whole concept and set up the whole scene, but then I convinced her to be behind the camera and press, you know, stop and record every time I, oh, so I did, did all that. So. All right, let's cut to the chase. Are you very involved with this girl? <laughs> <laughs> or is she a Are parasite? you asking for RuPaul? She... Uh... No, 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 no. Because I have a beautiful daughter who's on this show. She'll be on later. And it's time that she finds herself a steady fellow. And I interview all of our guys. Or I usually ask them if they're married. Like, Are you well, going to marry her? <laughs> he, avoided, he avoided the gay question by saying as a girlfriend. So no, he that's, said he was straight. Yeah, okay, so straight. But now he didn't say, was, was he getting engaged to this girl or he just playing her like a fiddle? I mean, what is he doing with this girl, this poor bitch? I mean, is she ever thinking... What's her gonna, name? Wait, is she ever gonna, getting a ring? What's her name and how long have you been going out with her? Her name is Rafa and I've uh, been dating her for about a year now. Hey, Rafa. 
Good catch. Well, girlfriend. I'm sure you're fabulous. Girlfriend, hey, Ralph, I think you should contact me somehow. We need to talk. After a year, if the guy doesn't make marriage moves, dump him. He's not worth it. Because he's a Oh, like, really? Oh, boy. This is going like, to cause some problems. No, you, oh, yeah. Now, if I were you, you're making some bucks on the new record. Go out and put go to K Jewelers and put a down payment on a nice little one carat to start with. And I think you should get engaged because I like this girl you, you're going out with, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, my daughter is gorgeous. She's a redhead. You should see her pictures. She's tall. She's 5'10 and a half and skinny like a model and beautiful. What the hell is wrong with her? I'll never know. <laughs> she's in New Orleans. If she can't find a sucker in New Orleans, she's never going to find one. I mean, like they say... To all these old maids, if you want a husband, go to the South. The men don't know the difference between a hog or a broad. So I don't know. You know, they bang pigs down there and hogs. I mean, my I daughter doesn't come back lucky. Something's wrong with her. And she's not a dyke by no means. She's straight as an arrow. Now listen to you. So do you have any friends you could introduce her to? How about everybody else in the band? Oh, yeah. We got, we got some single people in the band. You know, I can, uh, I can tell them the. To bring up the old Skype and uh, give her give her a look. She's beautiful. She's a redhead with blue eyes. Look at her picture. You Actually, we need to give a shout out. So why don't you just tell us who else is in the band so we can like give a shout out to everybody. So when they listen to the interview, I, we don't want to think that we forgot about them. So like, tell us who are the members of Skittish. Okay, so uh, Brianna Tag is the uh, the Liv Tyler esque lady, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Crete is our uh, drummer. He owns a drum shop up here in uh, Minneapolis. A very, very successful drum shop. So cool. Um, and uh, we got Sean Bartlett on bass, and he's he's the single guy. He's he's a looker too. Hey, Sean, what's so, up? Works oh, at J. Crew. I think he's done some modeling. I mean, it could work oh, out pretty well. Oh, okay, he could be my son-in-law. You think? Yes, that's right. That's right. Now, now the, the only question is, how old is he? About how old is uh, Sega? The cute one. How old is the cute one? <laughs> oh, he uh, he's 21 years old. Oh, he's going to be too young. Well, my daughter's a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, she might be very attracted by the 21. Look at me. I married Jimmy, and Jimmy's like 30 years older than I am. Yeah. Okay, well, we have one more bandmate is a uh, lead guitar would be Matt Wahlberg. And I think, let's see, he's he's. 20, uh, 28. That's so, uh, yeah, but still yeah could, could be an option. There you go. We like that. All right. So, so we're yeah, I, mean, I, like, I, no, I, say, I don't know if your daughter's interested in sort of like a uh, open relationship with me and my girlfriend, but that's always a possibility, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she's much more of a one man kind of guy. Well, I hear her in the back. Is she sitting in the background? No, she's not, unfortunately. Oh, I I'm thought driving I in a car right now. I, I raised my daughter very Italian, no three ways. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't do three ways. She don't do. None of us do three ways. But not this. Uh, can can help you out then. No, I mean, a, a lot of people love three ways if it works for you. Ron, right. we can't hear you. That's funny. So you're not talking into the mic enough. Chad's saying that he, we can't hear you. You can't hear me or or you. Rue said that. Oh, okay. Either way, so you got to keep talking into the mic. Oh, though. hold the mic. There up. you go. There we go. I know. Um, Chad has a thing about aiming the mic directly. In watch your mouth. it. Watch it now. 
There you go. So let's go next things then. All right, everybody. So this is Skittish, you guys. Their new album is coming out February 11th. That's next Tuesday. It'll be on iTunes, Amazon, all the digital download sites. It'll also be going in stores. And this is worldwide. You can buy it no matter what country you're listening from. Uh, their website's awesome. You can check out IamSkittish.com. It's I am a- Jeepers, I like screwed that whole thing. It's I am S-K-I-T-T-I-S-H.com. And you can follow them on Twitter. It's at I am Skittish. And, and I have a prediction. I will be seeing you guys on Good Morning America, I really believe. Because every Friday they have the most interesting music on. Sometimes it's crap, but mostly interesting. And I wouldn't put it past you guys being on Good Morning America with my buddy, Lara Spencer. Well, Absolutely. I, I, well yeah, I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, but I think Good Morning America no, airs before noon, so I don't think I can make it. <laughs> no, no. No, noon's no, kind of my, uh, my AM. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's not a vote of confidence. Lara grew up in my house. She's my daughter's dearest friend. So she's a family member. Lara. <laughs> that doesn't mean he can get you on Good Morning America. So don't. No, I, like... but I. But I certainly will send her your music and say, "Hey, Lara, what do you think?" And she'll throw it at her producer. Hey, listen, that's how we network. There you go. I think I it's like fabulous. It. The music is fabulous. Everybody can get the single "Running Lights." Uh, the band, again, is Skittish, S-K-I-T-T-I-S-H. Uh, Jeff, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We wish you all the best of luck with the oh, new yeah. album, the Five Stages EP, and everybody go out next week on Tuesday and get it. You're a great sport. Right. You're a lot of fun, and thanks for being on, babe. Yes, thank you. Thank you, guys. Good time. Alrighty, say hey to the whole band for us, and yes. we want to thank Bobby Collins from the Spectrum Music Group for setting this interview up, and good luck with the new album, and have a great rest of the day. That's Bobby Collins. Absolutely. You too. Later. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. I Bye-bye. Know. What a nice guy he Nice was. guy. Yeah. And, everybody's and nice. everybody in that band is pretty good looking, too, actually. How come everybody that comes on our show is nice, yet when I'm driving my car, everybody is mean? Because those are Pennsylvania people. He's they, not from Pennsylvania. They cut you off. They give you the finger. They curse obscenities at you. Well, you don't even do it. You stopped at a light. Right. What's with these people? I don't know. Chad, what's with the people? Hmm. Could be the snow thing. Okay. Oh, maybe, they got bra- maybe they got brain freeze. Listen to this. This is a true story. I swear to God. I drive a TT Roadster convertible, which is little. And I was pulled up next to a car. Obviously, I had cut this old couple off because they were doing two miles an hour Obviously. and fighting. What, that's your thing. Wow. So the, the old man got so upset with me, he was screaming. His upper teeth fell out. Oh, shit. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> no, I'm not I swear to God, they fell on the door side. He and just the, asked if you were serious, and you said, no, I'm not no, serious. No, I am serious. Oh, okay. okay. Wait. He stuck his head out, so his top bridge, well, not a whole plate, hit the side of the door and on the ground. I, I almost beat <laughs> myself. I couldn't stop. I, he cursed me out with no teeth. <laughs> that he was going to sue me because he broke his teeth. Interesting. Oh, interesting. I mean, that's a crazy old guy. There you go. But <laughs> Chad, if, I wish I had a camera. That would have been on YouTube. A million hits I would have gotten. Two minutes. You, you had to strap a camera to your head, Ron, 24-7. No, and you had to see the white fire, red hair, blue eyes, shadow. She was 100. Was she shocked? <laughs> she looked like a puppet. Oh, no. All right, also, moving on. Guys, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, you guys, too, we want to uh, ask everybody to please, I think we only got about 10 days left for the Shorty Awards. Please go to shortyawards.com. Pl- click the category web show, stick in Jimmy Star Show, and vote for us for the best web show. Again, we want to thank uh, Ginger Irish, especially Ginger Irish. She's been doing all kinds of uh, promotional stuff for us to try to get votes, and we'd appreciate you guys' support. And uh, you can also vote in the other category for both 
Ron, Deirdre, and I, all three of us from our Twitters, uh, for best radio personality, of which we're winning the, the category. All of us are winning that one. So, so again, thanks for all the support, everybody. We really appreciate it. And right now, what we're going to do... Wait, wait, just I have to make a... a, 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 a I have to do a shout-out. If you're thinking of taking a vacation <laughs> and you don't know where to go, you must go over the Gulf of Mexico and you must go right into Cancun. But before you go to Cancun, go on your computer and look up Trinity Houston. That's Trinity Houston. She's just opened a new hotel that's a five- or six-star hotel. It's supposed to be spectacular. Jimmy and I are going to see it. She's a doll. She will plan a trip for you like no one else has ever planned because she's the, uh, I guess, the flight attendant of the hotel or whatever you want to call it. She actually like, does hostess. all the public relations. She, and she's gorgeous, and she's a dear friend oh, of ours, and we're doing And this. she hosts Indie TV, which mm-hmm. is like, uh, it's on Time Warner Cable, mm-hmm. like Ron's old show was, and right. it uh, promotes all independent artists from different music, film, art-type genres. No, I, I, I was not on that kind of TV. I was on regular TV. She's on regular TV. <laughs> what was it? What's it's it? called Indie Indie TV. Indie? It's a show on Time Warner Cable. Oh, her show is called Indie. Yeah, her show is oh, called Indie TV, and it's on Time Warner on, Cable uh, Television in California. Yes, Time Warner Cable. Thank you so much for contacting me and wanting me back. We're working on it, but not under your conditions. Bam. I've grown up a bit. There you go. And uh, also, you guys can go to uh, twitter.com, CF and LC promo to follow uh, Carla Floor and Ginger Iris's Twitter. And they also have the same thing for their Facebook page. And one of the songs that we dig a lot is International Nova. Mm-hmm. Since last week we were uh, having some music difficulties, we didn't play too many songs. But International Nova has a new song, a new album called Point of No Return. It's out on Monarchy Records. The first single is called Photogenic. And uh, we're going to play it right now. You ready, Chad? And isn't that funny? That- <laughs> oh, hey. There you go. International Photogenic. I'm a bad, bad, I want you, baby I think I'm dreaming this reality I 
I wanna show that my twisted fantasy. I wanna go down so I can bring her up. I let her be my queen and she can run it up. <laughs> I run it back to the full lips. She run it back, shorty too thick. <laughs> I gotta pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. <laughs> now bring it back, love me long time. Now bring it back, I want it long time. I think this girl, she's the right one. Mrs. Photogenic, hold it down with a nice count. Photogenic by International Nova, available on Monarchy Records. Um, you can pick it up on iTunes. You can pick it up on any of the digital download sites and in stores. Check out monarchyrecords.com. And if you want to hear International Nova, uh, he's going to be on the Irish Ginger Show Saturday at 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on W4CY.com. And Rue was so excited about Photogenic that they whipped out the cameras and she said, Am I Photogenic? I'm just so beautiful, even though I'm six foot eight. How do you like that camera, Chad? I was, wonder, I was wondering what the hell was going on in there. On, uh, <laughs> cool. Quite cool? the addition. It's, old fashioned it's, a, it's an old-fashioned-looking camera, but it's actually a light. It's cool. Yeah. And Rue loved it because she thought she was being photographed. Um, in celebrity news, too, R.I.P. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, who died the other day, I Oops. guess probably of a drug overdose is what they're saying, but they're not. But I also read that the contests are not conclusive, um, even though he did have like a heroin habit. I heard from somebody that has the no, and they said definitely he did a heroin overdose. Why do these people who work so long in this terrible business of ours, it's a horrible business, it's a lot of disappointment, hurt, energy, stuff. He became a successful actor, an Academy Award winner. He had everything. Why did he have to get high? He should have been high on his awards and his, his work. So when they die of this, I feel so bad because it's a wasted life. Unnecessary death. Absolutely. And what a great actor he actually was. And for those of you out there who do drugs, get over it. You're hurting yourself mostly and everyone around you. So it's, it doesn't pay to do drugs. Thank God I never did them or Jimmy never did them. And that's the truth, folks. You know, I don't blow smoke. I never did drugs. I smoked pot once in a while, but that was just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, not, I, was never a, I never bought pot. Let's put it that way. If I was at a party and the joint came by me, I, I did a tug. Tote. Tote is what we used to call it. Well, I was a hippie. I was a hippie, man. You know, cool. 
Everybody sat around, hey, it's really groovy. Wow, I'm seeing the light. Look at the colors. You know all that baloney. There you go. Anyway, R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Do you know who that is, Chad? I do. I first saw him in uh, Twister. Oh, yeah. I first saw him when he played the transvestite with Robert De Niro, which he did an outstanding performance, but I was upset because they could have gotten a true transvestite actor to play the part. Yeah, that's true. They could Instead have. of having him mimic it, which in a lot of ways it was overdone, it wasn't real. Because I know a lot of trannies. I have friends out in California that are trannies, and they don't act that way. They don't usually like let, though, like actual – actually, they did in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Well, you know, the Indians, the American Indian complained that we used to use, you know, actors to play American Indians. And the black people, African-American people, objected to us painting our faces black and being black. So I feel what's good for them is good for gay people. If the part is gay and the actor has to portray a certain part of the gay world that the straight people don't understand, then he should go and do it. But no, all actors should play all parts, even gay. I mean, I play straight. I played a cop in my last movie, a butch cop from Brooklyn. I mean, I'm not that at all. What's up, too? That's Croker, everybody. It's not coming out yet. Uh, it's getting ready to go film festival routes and everything probably uh, in February, and then they're going to start heavy promotions, and it's probably coming out in April on Netflix, and you guys can check it out at CrokerTheMovie.com. Yep. So that's it. Actors act, but sometimes we need them for the real McCoy thing. Right. And you're going to ask Chad anything? Yeah, I'm going to ask Chad, how come he's so cute? <laughs> That's not what you normally ask. No, but I just like that every now and then to say, Chad's got a body like Hercules, he's muscular, he's butch, he's got that beautiful deep voice, and he's so good looking. Chad, how's your girlfriend? Is she really serious with you or what? Why are you always trying talking to, to you. Why are you always <laughs> trying to stir up trouble? You've met, you've met Deirdre. What do you think of that old maid? <laughs> I think she needs somebody younger than me. Ooh. Younger than you? Come yeah. on, you're a Older. kid. What She's... are you, all of 30? Deidre's under 30, isn't she? I'm not saying she'll cut my That's throat. true. Never mind. So <laughs> well, Deidre's you know under what? 30. Deidre, I'm over 40. Let's just say she has great genes as, as everyone in the Serego no, family. Let me, I don't. let me tell you something. <laughs> oh. If I'm pushing myself as 50... I yeah. can't give her age away because she's older than not. No, she's not over 50. But, I mean, if, if I'm 50 years old, not possible could I have had her as a child. I see. Unless I was, like, two. I'm very happy with Heather. Thank you, though, for the offer. <laughs> I'm just getting... I'm, Heather, we love you! Wait, Heather, 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 you have to understand, Heather. You've had him for a long time now. Share, honey. Don't be greedy. Share. My poor wow. daughter's been alone so long... Don't you have a heart? Don't you want my daughter to enjoy? I think you better quit the daughter stuff like that because I don't think that's like no. Uh, but I think out well. I think Deirdre should have the pleasures that Chad has given you. <laughs> that's now, good Chad, stuff, Ronnie. Chad, yes. What are you eating today? Well, not too much. We do have some some rice, corn, chicken, homemade teas, waters. Pretty much that's it. I didn't have a lot today. But what is it called? I mean, how do you put... What, I what guess it? it would be rice and chicken, mostly, with homemade teas. Oh, that's teas. good. Sure. That's very good. All right. There you go. All game. Hey. I do rice and chicken, too. Jimmy loves it when I cook it. And it's filling. Yes. Good protein. You know, but, but I do it on a bolognese rice, which is out of this world. Hey, now. Do you, do you ever make a bolognese rice? It's yellow. What is that? It's no, more it's fat? Fine. Not a bolognese. What am I saying? Bolognese. Wrong word. Wrong word. It's the one with saffron. What the hell is it called in Italian? Risotto. 
I forgot. Oh, Milanese. Milanese. <laughs> it's yeah. made with mayonnaise and you make, throw no, some no, stuff it's in. No, no, it's from Milano. <laughs> I guess the recipe came from Milano, Italy, because it's alla Milanese, and Milanese is the word of Milano. Right. It's a saffron rice. It's out of this world. Cool. It's, it's done with onions and saffron. It's delicious. I can smell and it. If you, and if you throw chicken in it, it's quite, maybe I can make that tonight for dinner. Oh, we're going out to dinner? I don't know. We haven't <laughs> got that far. radio. <laughs> it's my daughter's birthday. But she's going no, away. No, not till tomorrow. I know, but she's going away to be with her best friends out in Garden City, Long Island, Lara and company. And we're not celebrating her birthday till she gets back on Saturday. And then we're all going out to dinner. And guess what? After that, we're going to the movies to see the museum movie with, with uh, George Clooney. And I can't wait to see it. The one where they're like getting all the art. I forgot the name of it now. Right. Document. Uh, now, listen to this. My dear friend, Linda Sagan, Carl Sagan, the astronaut, or astronaut, the, the astrophysicist. astrophysicist's wife. Linda is a dear friend of mine for like 30 years. And Linda wrote on my Facebook page, isn't it amazing how they save the art and never save the Jews? And I thought, oh, my God, is that so true? They made sure they put the art away so it wouldn't get bombed, but they never saved the Jews that were being slaughtered. And I so agree with that. So when I see the film, I have that in front of me. And I hope it won't hurt the film as far as my looking at it because I'm going to be saying – It's a star-studded film. I know. But look how they took care of the art. They put it in tunnels. They created it. They guarded it. They made sure nothing happened to it. And yet they threw millions of women and children and old ladies, old men into the furnaces. I mean how cruel. How cruel. Well, Absolutely. Well, a lot of them didn't know that that was their, uh, their destiny either, you know. This was but all I mean, say we were going to take you to a safe camp or something like that, and that turned I out know, to be wrong. But, but I know, but I agree with Linda Sagan. And Linda's brilliant, you know. She helped design the man and woman naked, that beautiful design that you see mm-hmm. that went out, you know, out of space. They, they launched a, some kind of a vehicle that will take millions of years to get wherever it's going. <laughs> right. and, it, and it has millions of languages on it. Well, In, inside are all kinds of tapes of different voices and stuff. So you, so you guys know, too, the movie we're talking about is called The Monuments Men. Mm, and it's dying. got George Clooney and it's mm. got John Goodman. It's got a whole bunch of – it's got an all-star stellar cast. And it's going to be a great film, I know. And it starts on Friday. I'm so impatient to see it. But as Linda Sagan said, I'm going to be a little upset about it. Anyway, it's going to probably be a hit, and everybody should check it out. We're definitely going to check it out, so next week we'll give you some kind of lowdown on it. Right. I guess if we overlook her statement, it's a great film, but there is logic to what she says. I know. Says. There's total logic to what she says, but, but you could know, say that about almost everything, though. Well, they said that President Roosevelt was an anti-Semite, and I somewhat believe it, because Roosevelt couldn't care less about Europeans, less Jewish Europeans. So I think he knew what Hitler was doing. And he didn't care because he felt they should be off the You could have said the same thing, though. They could have saved the fags because the fags went before the Jews. So doesn't matter. They all went. <laughs> they, so they should have you saved know. all of them. They should have just saved yeah, everybody. Right. They should have never taken place in the first place. Well, absolutely. Hitler should have been destroyed from the get-go. Why they let him get on and on, I'll never know. There you Meanwhile, go. Meanwhile, you know, that, that thing that's going around now that everybody believes in, that um, the great white light, the tunnel that you see when you pass away, is actually the light of the uh, of a room where you're coming out of a uterus being born again. And everybody that dies goes through the great white light and comes out as a new baby. So my a relative of mine wrote, she said, I believe that. She said, because my son is Hitler. What if, what if they're born in the dark? <laughs> what? What if the baby's born in the dark? If the baby's born in the dark, there's still light. Oh, really? There's, there's, there's no light in the belly. 
That's true. And your it's eyes lighter, are, at least. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there has to be some kind of light if you're born in the dark. What if it's? What if all the power goes out and it's pitch black and they had, and birth? We had that happen earlier today. <laughs> no light for you. And, and, and what if? The, what if the, the queen had balls? She'd be the king. Whoa. She Ooh. probably does. She probably does. <laughs> what if? What if? We'll check. That's funny. Anyway, check on that. That's Google it. Everybody's talking about that now, about the great white light is leaving mom. Also, you guys, it's Facebook's 10-year anniversary, and they're doing all kinds of cool like things where you can like make this photo thing, which I haven't done it yet because for some reason like my computer froze and it wouldn't do it. But uh, if you look at everybody's 10-year retrospective on Facebook, it is kind of fun and cool, so you might want to check it out. Yeah, but if they don't show you and I getting married, that's an important event. If they just show something stupid. I know. They just pick the pictures. Yeah. You can't pick the pictures. So I'm not going to do it. I want to select my own pictures. I didn't get to do it, so either way. So what we're going to do now, you guys, is uh, Orlando Napier is going to have a album. It's coming out in one month and uh, we're looking really forward to it and Pointless is the first single off of it and now that the album's coming out the single's going to be getting uh, heavy airplay rotation around the world so what I thought we would do since this is our sexy bitch dance uh, we would like play Pointless for everybody and we come back and we'll be ready to rock and roll with our next guest pretty soon so here it is Orlando Napier's Pointless no fade just no rate use mathematical formulas to find a soulmate where this point is, baby Yeah, yeah, it's true You got to I sit back Realize you're gonna die Get out your couch And stop living your damn life This time flies Then the grim reaper Don't arrive You can't escape fate So stare straight in the eyes Watch it in the way What you gonna do today I'm gonna hitchhike To USA I'm gonna get back To West LA I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the cops in a high-speed chase Gonna cop my dad to make amends I'm gonna pay cat money for Mercedes-Benz I'm gonna sit in the White House and smoke some grass I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass I'm gonna take the world in a band I'm gonna grab this life for God, yeah, yeah. I was living in a constant state of disparity My indifference was my trick for ignoring reality Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity The oxygen is sitting the weed and the blow on the Hennessy Cause like a kitten couldn't feel my extremities There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me In a state of physical and mental calamity I given up hope until I finally found serenity Watch it in the way Watch it going through the day I'm gonna to the USA I'm gonna get back to West LA I'm gonna slap my boss right across the face I'm gonna beat the cops in the hospital to make amends, I'm gonna make that money from Mercedes Benz. I'm gonna sit in the White House and smoke some grass. I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass. I'm gonna take the world in a bend. I'm a frog, gonna grab this life for God, yeah. Well, I know if this part is, baby, it's sad but true. You gotta let it all go. Exactly what you're gonna do. Well, I bet you're gonna make you wanna bet you wanna know. Baby, don't 
walk somewhere else. You're gonna jump back, get your own water. You're gonna take the world in a bed, not the world. Gonna grab this life for goddamn. Yeah, so that's Pointless by Orlando Napier with uh, an accentuated RuPaul dance going along with it. How's that? Are you going to speak or no? <laughs> Thank you so much. I enjoy dancing to that song because it has a great rhythm and a great beat. There you go. <laughs> Chad, how do you like RuPaul? I feel like I should be putting quarters in like a machine. And then oh, like do- a curtain. Dollar bills in her brazier. There you go. Or panties. <laughs> Isn't she cute? I love my RuPaul doll. Please deposit four more quarters. I have yeah, to, there I, you I go. I have to comb her hair, though. She's getting all ratty looking. Yeah, come on. I condition that crap. I think that's hilarious. It is. <laughs> we have a good time, though, because we have a lot. You know, As everybody knows, if you're following me on Instagram, which if you are not, please follow me. It's at Dr. Jimmy Starr, D-R-J-I-M-M-Y-S-T-A-R. And I post all kinds of funny stuff, and I also post all my different pictures from my collection. And, and uh, I have an awesome collection. Plus, like I got a whole bunch of cool stuff this past Christmas for my collection. And I have a lot of people, you know, through my uh, message box on Facebook who say they love RuPaul and they love when we play around with her. So now this week we're doing publicity pictures of a romance I'm having with RuPaul. So (laughs) watch watch for them on Facebook. They're going to be hilarious. (laughs) Things like us having breakfast and doing really stupid shit. That'd be good. Actually, I think people will love that. You need to do that on Instagram. I don't know why you don't do get on Instagram. Well, because I don't know how. Oh, I'll teach you Instagram. Instagram is the most fun. Because everybody's enchanted by the RuPaul uh, doll. They think she's beautiful and sexy and fun. I actually think, though, you'd enjoy Instagram way more than Twitter because it's all pictures and it's fun pictures. I and hate you like Twitter. That. I never do Twitter. I know, but I know. But that's why I'm saying you'll like Instagram better. You know better. why I don't do Twitter? Fran Drescher never twitted me or twatted <laughs> me back. That was it. Who huh? the hell does she think she is? Wait till I see her. You know, Peter is wonderful. Peter Mark Jacobson. He came on our show. He's so such a great guy. Friend for some reason. And you know, the best part is Lainey Kazan, who played Aunt Frida on The Nanny, and Renee Taylor, who played her mother, are friends of mine. And they've both been on the show. And they've both been on our show. So I don't get what's with Fran Drescher. So anybody out there who knows Franny, tell her. Although she just opened up in Cinderella, I think on Broadway. Oh. So if she's in New York, I'm going to get her. Oh, that's funny because uh, Carly Rae Jepsen plays Cinderella. She's a popular pop star well, uh, think, now, and I, I just I, saw they had all, they didn't I didn't they didn't do anything about her, but they did do a thing about like Carly Rae Jepsen's the new Cinderella. I'm not going to swear to it, but I got it in my in my Facebook that uh, Fran Drescher sent me. You know, Facebook sends, but they really don't do it. It's their PR people that do it and their assistants. The stars never do Facebook, so get over it when you see something they've written. They never did. Um, mostly, it's PR, public relations. Anyway, it showed a beautiful Fran Drescher in a gorgeous evening gown of the of the olden days with a big hat and something about Cinderella. So if, in fact, she is in Manhattan working, I shall go and I shall say, Franny, baby, what's doing, Fran? You got to do my show. Oh, I'm going to talk like her. Oh, ma, shut up. Absolutely. Chad, do you know who Fran Drescher is? Of course. I love and adore Fran Drescher. I think she's one of the best comedians we have around. She reminds me like of a Fanny Bryce or or George, what the hell was his name, who died, the old man? George, uh, oh, I forgot his name. (gasps) How could I forget a a name like his? George, whatever. I think I first saw her in a Cheech and Chong movie. Who, you saw Fran? Yeah. 
my favorite movie is Fran Drescher in uh, uh, Hollywood Nights, where she's in the back of the car making out with this guy, Turk. And she's moaning, oh, Turk, Turk, you're not, what are you doing, Turk, Turk? You came already? Oh, Turk, oh, what's hurts. wrong with you? <laughs> she went brain. on and on for five minutes about this guy, <laughs> Turk. I was peeing myself. She's a funny, funny lady. She I mean, she's got comedy coming out of her nose. Absolutely. Like, I love Fran Drescher. And I, I have to honestly say, before I met Ron, I hadn't seen hardly anything yeah, she was in. But this movie he's talking about is actually a really fun and, movie. And, and Happily Divorced is on at 5.30 in the morning, which is a sin. But I have that machine, you know, tape it for me. I never miss an episode. It's hilariously funny. It's, it's just such a, a cute little show. It's not an important show. It's no big deal. But it's adorable and such pleasure to watch. And Fran, of course, is at her wonderfulness and they get away with murder with the double entendre and the things that they say on that show is really sexy and funny uh, watch it or tape it 530 on TV land I think uh, too like in other political like news but political cool news I don't know how many of you guys remember Clay Aiken he was the runner up on American Idol season 2 and then after he became runner up he sold a ton of albums and then he came out gay and then he had kids and now uh, he's actually running for Congress in North Carolina, so he's going to be an openly gay father running for Congress. And so uh, I'm actually going to see if we can get him on the show. And like, I think it's freaking awesome, and he's a great, great singer, one of the best voices American Idol has ever produced. Well, we and, should get along because I'm a gay father. And uh, Meanwhile, I want to know, everybody out there listening, what is the big deal and why has everyone turned on Justin Bieber? I Bieber, think it, Bieber, not Bieber. <laughs> Bieber. Bieber. Nice Bieber. <laughs> it's B-I-E-B-E-R. He's saying he thinks he's I not like it Bieber. Because he is a puss. I no doubt. Say Bieber, but Bieber, Bieber. Anyway, you got it's it. like what they Closer. did with Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson started off, everybody adored him. Everybody thought he was better than anything they've ever seen. Then later on in his career, people started to tear him down, say terrible things about him, that he was a pedophile that he was Diana Ross, you know, with his sex change. I mean, things like that. Now they're doing it with Justin Bieber. Leave the kid alone. Bieber, Bieber, Bieber. Bieber, what Bieber. the his with name is. V. Duck Bieber, horse cow, whatever his name is. Leave the kid alone. <laughs> yes, he does look like Miley in drag, no question about it. Because I have pictures on my Facebook of him with makeup on. He does, <laughs> he does look like Miley. They could be twins or the same person. I think maybe they are the same person. I heard he I might think- be America's number one export. Yeah. What's that? Huh? <laughs> They're actually like signing petitions to have him because he's from Canada. They're having to have him deported. For what reason? What did this kid do? What I mean, he's what did he do he's bad? just a file in America. It's time for him to go. Time for Spanky. Why? What did he do? Somebody fill me I'll, in. I'll, I'll get wrong? you the rap sheet later. Yeah, he's got a big rap sheet. Like lately, like a lot the of drugs. Got loaded and, and got caught. A lot of drug stuff. More than Everybody, yeah. every kid. And he flaunts. The busted. thing is, he flaunts. Oh no, you're it. right. There's no difference between him and any other kid his age. Go to Brooklyn. Look at the reports. Every kid in Brooklyn is Ron, loaded. It's okay. Ron, it's Ron, okay. Ron, it's okay. He's a shapeshifter. He's got to go. Yeah, I'm we'll ready for him to go, but I do get. I actually do think though that he is he's talented, and I think a lot of the, if he was just a regular kid, nobody would care. It's just the fact that right. like, he's made Popular. like a exactly. he, he's made like a hundred million dollars before he's 21, and everybody's probably relatively really really jealous. Listen, millions of people <laughs> or sick of seeing him. Millions of people died over the years of AIDS and never were publicized. The minute Rock Hudson died of AIDS, oh my God, the world broke loose. It was like AIDS was first discovered. Like, they, oh, there is such a thing? And it's the same thing with this kid. Leave him alone. He's a kid. He's got to grow up. Why don't you he's tell, no, why don't you tell no the media that? that? That girl that came the out of the car responsible. with no pants. 
Wait. You're right, Chad. The media is responsible for, for putting all it in your brain. That, but the media is not. Look at the girl that came out of the car with no panties Cover on. Cover something and important. Saw her beaver. Right. What was her name? <laughs> what was her beaver's name? Oh, no, what was that woman? Uh, Paris. Who? Paris, Brittany, who's no, no, Beaver? No, Paris Cher- Stone was giving, head, was giving head to somebody. Some girl got out of Tara a Tara Reed, Lindsay no, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Oh. She got out of a car with a mini skirt and no panties and opened her legs as she got out. And the photographer oh. shot her beaver. Okay. Nice so, beaver. What, but what's the difference? I mean, this poor little boy, girl, whatever he is, they call him gay now, like that's an insult. I'm insulted that they call him gay as an insult. If he's gay, fine, he's lucky. He's very lucky. He's got. He's he's in. He's not gay. He's just anyway. And uh, really, the biggest thing with Justin Bieber, Bieber, Bieber. Now you so got me saying Justin it. Bieber. Now you got me saying it. Uh, the really thing about it, he's super talented. Uh, you can't deny it. He was discovered on YouTube. You can't deny it. He was the first superstar to be discovered on YouTube. He sold more records than almost anybody on the planet in the last. 30 years like oh, you can't michael jackson he sold a lot of records yes i know i didn't say he sold the most i said he sold more than most oh, okay, okay. more than most you know most records uh there's probably hundreds of thousands of artists on in the plan on the planet and something like 90 percent of all artists sell less than ten thousand records so when you have somebody who's probably sold five or six million and they're 20 years old that's a pretty big accomplishment considering that nobody hardly anybody sells well, that many records well, what about our friend joya Joya Bruno. She sold eight million. Eight million. But records. she wasn't twenty. She was like, you know, late twenties oh, by okay. the time she did that. Because she sold it with the record that was called um, point, oh. point of no point of no return. They no, had a whole no, bunch. No, it's called "You Take Me to Point of No Return." You took no, me- no. It's "Point of No Return" is the name of the song, but right. the album was called something else. And Expose that, was just called Expose, right. I believe. Expose is a fabulous group, and you know what? They're coming back. They're in vogue again. Expose is working all over. Jimmy and I went to a concert couple of weeks ago that we talked about and i first of all i adore and love joya she is a una joya in italian means joy she's proprio una joya she's absolutely a joy there you go also and their new music is fabulous i got news here kids talent never goes old oh irish ginger's talking about other bands too they're talking about fun and walk of the earth and loud and swain actually i think we're gonna have loud and swain on the show um uh possibly at least i wish debage would come back I miss DeBarge. Chad, do you know DeBarge? Oh, how I miss him. I used to call it DeBarge, but yeah, DeBarge. Yeah, it's, it's French. It's, oh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Weren't they wonderful? They were good. I liked them. We're going to have Hall and Oaks on, you know, one of them. Which one? Hall oh, it's, we're going to have Oaks on. I love Oak. it. He's got what, be- Beaver, Hall and Oaks, like tall oak trees. <laughs> what the hell are I? <laughs> hey, he's doing pretty good. He knows Is who he? we're wait, talking about. <laughs> wait, All right. Wait, Chad, Chad. Yes, sir. Chad, let me explain something. Yes, Captain. A hundred years ago, I entered the business as an actor. Most <laughs> actors don't know how to speak. We are given lines. Dead, we are the character. They tell us, you're, you're crazy. You speak these lines. And we do. Doing this on my own is very difficult. I don't have a script in front of me. All of this is a cappella. So if I mispronounce the name. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I got a caller for you, Jimmy. There you go. That's going to be there you go. the bell. There you go. <laughs> Hello, caller. Okay. You there? Hello, yes. It's hey, Christine hi. Elise calling. There she hey, is. Hey, Christine Elise McCarthy. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. How are Hello, you? Hello, Ron. My darling from Beverly Hills 9. That was my zip code, you know, when I lived there. <laughs> wow. It was. That was really my zip code. And then we got the man behind oh. the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you, Chad. 
And then we have a chat room full of people. How about just give a shout-out to the chat room? Hello, chat room. There you go. Awesome. I like I'm your very energy. excited to have you back. And for uh, anybody who's been listening to the show for a long time, uh, we actually had Christine on a couple of years ago when her uh, short film, Bathing in the Single Girl, was just getting finished and getting ready to go on the yeah. film festival circuit. And we're going to talk about all that in a minute after we like uh, talk about a little bit about like some of your past stuff so everybody remembers who you are and some of your current stuff because the last time you were on, you told us you were going to be in prom, and I went out and bought it just so I could see you in it. <laughs> oh, goodness. And it was it was a cute movie. It was cute. I like those dumb. Ga- I like those dumb game Disney movies. So so like they worked totally for me. And it was a good family friendly movie with a cool story. And you were in it, and they had a lot of young hip Hollywood stars. And so like, how was it for you? It was great. You know, all work is great. It was really fun. That that movie was especially fun because a lot of the cast were young and new, and really. Um, excited, you know, and really still very sincere and enthusiastic about working, and nobody was jaded. There weren't any aging child stars there that were bitter and problematic. They were just really cute and gung-ho, and so it was really fun. So does that mean, like, after you've been doing it for as long as you, that you could get a little jaded? Oh, can you? (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. Can you ever? And actually... It's sort of funny. It's like it seems to go like the better the better things go for people, the the more jaded they get. Absolutely. Like, you know. Actually, let me. Uh, uh, Ron is my husband. Actually, uh, we had different co-hosts last time you were on. Ron and I are actually a couple, and we're married, and we're the only syndicated, very popular gay radio hosts on the air. And Ron had a TV show in L.A. Thank you. And Ron had a TV show in L.A. called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. Tell her a little bit real quick, so that way she kind of... I was on Time Warner Cable. I was on Desert Cities on Demand and 9-11 and all over Los Angeles. I interviewed Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, Cliff Robertson, Cloris Leachman, Tony Curtis, all the great legends. The people that we aspire to being one day. I'm also an actor. I've wow. done films. I've done television. I've done stand-up. You sound kind of snotty the way you're no saying No one likes that. a bragger. <laughs> Like they all do it. I'm being very L.A. Don't you know? Either you have a script in your back pocket or you do the bullshit story. I'm doing the very, like, darling, let's do lunch. We must meet. I'm doing the whole routine. It's expected of us. us. Anyway, I did cabaret for many, many years in drag, performing as Jane Russell in straight nightclubs. Um, Now I'm on the Jimmy Starr show. I just completed a film called Croker. I'm doing another film called Meals on Wheels. And there I am. I'm fabulous. I'm wonderful. I'm looking for work. I'm definitely going to be an Oscar nominee one day. <laughs> and I'm breathtaking. I, I should be interviewing you right now. Excuse I know you have a much more interesting me. story than I do. Excuse me, dear. You're interrupting. <laughs> uh, I'm also oh. stunningly, magnificently Jeez. beautiful, and I'm 50. He is, he is beautiful. <laughs> And he's pretty close to 50. Yeah, like 25 years. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, isn't isn't that what a jaded L.A. jerk sounds like? (laughs) No, actually, no. Uh Uh-oh. Haven't you run across any of them? Hi, my name is Ron Russell. What's yours? And they say, well, my name is Jim Starr, and I'm... (laughs) They give you their whole resume. I couldn't stand it. Oh, my goodness. So we're we're broadcasting out of uh, out of Pennsylvania now, but the radio station is in Florida, and 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 one thing that I think is cool about your new because I I've looked all about the book and I watched the, the short film which was very very good, and Thank you. um you've had such a cool career and like in a lot of ways like uh. 
Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about the book. So everybody listen. So Christina Elise McCarthy, you know her from all kinds of stuff. We'll talk about it later. But my favorite is Emily Valentine on 90210 because I was like a junkie. I had the sideburns like like Dylan and everything. I was like I was like a total wannabe. And like I like totally like loved it. And uh uh, so then you did a short film called Bathing in the Single Girl, which is really cool. And you guys can go to where, – where would they go to see that? Uh, if you go to Bathing Book – BathingInTheSingleGirl.com or BathingBook.com, um, BathingInTheSingleGirl.com will get you to the site for the book. And there's a link at the top of the navigation bar that says the short film, and you can see the short film. now. Anybody can see it now for free. It's up there to be viewed and, and so the the film is really really good. Which, by the way, the film has such awesome, incredible music in it. It's not even funny. Um, which I noticed you have a Spotify just for the music, um, which the is book. really really uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I have a Spotify yeah playlist for the book. Oh, okay, it's for um, the book. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's really good music, and you look beautiful in it. By the way, as your as as your twenty five years in Hollywood is growing, she you is, get more she, and more beautiful. She is beautiful. <laughs> Are you guys drunk? No. no you are. Oh, wait, wait. Excuse me. Now you're, now you're in my department. If you were born, if you were born ugly, I mean, really gro- grossly ugly, do you think you would have gotten to where you are today? Absolutely True. not. Uh, your beauty was fifty percent of your talent. Because I've watched. I have that. to disagree with you. That's that's uh, first of all, people that are con- considered sort of conventionally unattractive succeed all the time. Um. And and I was never considered a track, like you know not ugly but not I was not a pretty girl I never read for the beautiful girl stuff. Are so. you seriously kidding? Look, I'm looking at your picture right now. You're, you're, be- you're beautiful. You're very modest. Yeah, yeah, I think you're a little I'm modest looking, because I'm looking at your picture now. I can't agree with you at all. Stop Even stalking. when you were like the wild Emily Valentine with the spiky like blonde hair, like oh maybe because I like I don't like you know traditional traditional like beautiful women like i like women who look like they have like style and their own unique like look so like Jeez. i thought i mean i i don't think when beverly hills 90210 i hadn't come out yet so i hadn't figured out i was a total homo but like i used to like <laughs> think about i used to like see you and be like oh my god she is like the most beautiful girl on television and, so, and you know what you can act hello you can act oh thank you <laughs> You can really call in every day. This is yeah, serious. Listen, I'm doing <laughs> casting. I'm doing casting for a few movies as we have a, a film group called Show and Tell. I, you, you just have something about you that, from watching you on, I've seen a lot of your work. Actually, I know who you are. Be, I'm, not, I'm not bluffing. I, I know your work well. <laughs> um, no, I do. You, you're, you're one of the actors that I really enjoy watching, as I do uh, my friend um, Holly. What's her name? Uh, oh, Grant, Grant Holly. Uh, Holly. Little, what's her name? Grant, Grant. No, Grant, Holly, oh, she was married to Jim Carrey. Now I forgot her name. We talked to her all my, the time. My Holly. Holly Hunter. My best friend. No. Her name, no. Her name is Grant, Grant Holly. Grant is my best friend, Grant Holly. Lauren Holly. That's Lauren, her name. Lauren. <laughs> I watch <laughs> Lauren's work all the time. I mean, there's some actresses that I just love. Frances Fisher, another one I love that I watch all the time. And you're one of them. You're a good actress, and you're beautiful. And end this subject before I start. Okay, so we're going to go back to this, though. So, okay, so you had this short film, which which went on a huge film festival tour, uh, did a whole bunch yeah. of film festivals. I think I read it did 100 film festivals in two years. That's like a film festival every other week. It is. It is. It, it was a pretty uh, spectacular run. Um, I it was really lucky. I can't explain why it was so well-received, but it was. Because so, you're like really good in it, and, yeah, and so then, <laughs> what did you take today? I hate me pill. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we did it. So then you did a book. Now this is your first novel, and it's the same. Yeah, it's look bathing. How, look, look how beautiful in that picture. I know. She's gonna bathing tell me in she's the, not beautiful. Ba- ba- on, bathing in the single girl, and the, that's also yeah. the name of the book. Now what I want to do real quick is I just want to read the little summary of it real quick, so everybody kind of has an idea, and then we can talk about it. But this way, people right. have. Um, kind of like a little idea. So this is it, you guys. This is Christina Lee McCarthy. It's her first book. It's called Bathing in the Single Girl. And it says, The life of an actress in L.A. isn't all glamour, money, and betting rock stars. I love that line. Look how pretty. Sometimes it's more about humiliation, red wine, hangovers, and the bad decisions they fuel. Ruby Fitzgerald has barely worked in years. Not that anyone remembers her for anything but her short stint on a long-canceled but iconic TV show. But that was back when her career prospects seemed on the upswing. Longer, longer ago than Ruby cares to admit, an awkward sex with regrettable partners is doing nothing to take the edge off. Every once, everything once functional in her house is going on strike, but the unemployment checks barely cover the mortgage and a self-respecting girl needs to be able to pay her bar tab, so repairs are on hold. I love that too. One more bubble bath and a few more cocktails, a gal can always get responsible tomorrow. With everything mounting against her, a cranky and cr- increasingly despairing Ruby will have to find out if her life's larger indignities are the result of bad luck or a chronically bad attitude. What follows is a walking tour of the hilarious steps you can sink to if you stop exercising your best judgment. Okay, so. Now, you tell me. She's beautiful, she's talented, and she's intelligent. Jesus, there's something got to be wrong with you somewhere. So so talk talk a little bit about the book. First of all, I have a question, because like like when I read, uh, are there a lot of things uh, based on Ruby that that like some of the things you you obviously have hope well i think that you're probably pulling from your own like experience because like i know you've worked in years so it's not that you've barely worked in years but you you are you know you were on a long canceled but iconic tv one of the most iconic tv shows of my generation actually like so like i see yeah. things, little things in here that i think oh you know this is probably you know somewhat based excuse the date somewhat based on uh, uh some of the things have to be pulled from real life experiences Okay, now well, I think that okay. I think that all authors are pulling. I mean, you know, what what else can you pull from but real life experiences? It doesn't mean you're literally sharing an actual story, but they can inspire stories or other people's stories. I can steal. Um, and I knew that no matter what I said, and no matter how it, the book was ninety five percent purely fabricated fiction, that nobody would believe me when I said that. So intentionally, I put <laughs> I put some. Um, you know, biographical overlap for the for Ruby, who's the lead the, the lead character in the book. The, her some biographical information for her overlaps with mine, just to sort of play with people and to keep them guessing. Because I kind of feel like no matter what I say, people are going to believe what they want to believe about what's true in this book and what isn't. You know, totally correct. And that's kind of, that's kind of the fun of it. You know, it's the it's sort of the the uh, I think it's an advantage I have in that. You know, for most first-time authors don't have any kind of a field, you know, a, a track record of, or a group of people that might be curious about, you know, what her at all. You know, and I have that advantage, and so why not play with it? Absolutely. So if people want to uh, – first of all, okay, I know the website is bathingbook.com, everybody. Um dot com. So, like, they can probably get it on the website. Where else can they go to get the book? You can't get the book on the website. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com. It'll eventually be available as an iBook, but right now it's Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Okay. Well, go to BathingBook.com just to see, like, all the cool stuff on Christine Elise. Is it on yeah. Kindle? Are you on Kindle? She's getting ready to go on Kindle, oh, she said. Kindle, Kindle is Amazon, so you can get the Kindle oh, version okay, on Amazon. because I want to read this. I like how you write. Now, listen to yeah. me. I have to ask you a personal question. Are you Hi, saying- guys. Here we go. <laughs> 
Listen, are you seeing anybody? Can they not hear me? Oh, oh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. Deirdre just jumped on the line and you got to like... Yeah, hi. Sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm late. It's been crazy. Okay. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hey, Christine. Hey, this is Deirdre Sarego. She's our Hollywood vixen who normally comes on from 4 to 5, but she happens to be in New Orleans. And so she's calling in. And on the line, Deirdre, we have Christine Elise McCarthy. You know her as... I don't yes, know. She I was in. Emily okay, you know Valentine. That's right. <laughs> hey, Deirdre. Deirdre. Yes. She just told us that she doesn't think she's beautiful. Could you laugh? Right. She's beautiful. Face? She's crazy. She is. Oh, she is. You are crazy. You are beautiful. She's drop dead. Oh, thank you, people. <laughs> we, no, we, we used to watch that show all the time. Deirdre, do you think she's talented? Very talented. She played okay. the craziest bitch okay. I've ever seen. Okay, so there you go. So, so knock it off. No so, Deirdre, we're talking to you because she's, she's got a new book out. It's called Bathing in the Single Girl. You can get it on Amazon.com. Um, oh, uh, it's a raunchy, smutty, laugh-out-loud, hilarious book. It's a full-on guilty pleasure, you know, beach read uh, it is not War and Peace. It's a big book, and it's full of smut, vulgarity, and hilarity. I yeah, well, I like record. that. Do we I not could use some laugh. of that in my life. And my I life could use so some We're in an ice storm, and the lights keep blinkering in the studio. We don't know if we're going to be on the air in two minutes. So <laughs> I can certainly enjoy your book. Yeah. I need a couple of laughs. The power's gone up like eight times today. Well, I we're- tell you what. I'm going to buy your book because when I move down to New Orleans, I'm going to read that book on the way down because I found an apartment, finally, last minute, 11th hour. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, it's been down here. And I've got an audition. I may have to cut out with you guys a little bit early because i got a last-minute audition down here. So, believe it or not, everything happens 11th hour. It's amazing. The whole week was just like, you know, doors slammed in my face, you know, crummy, gross apartments. And then I get two phone calls, and I'm like, oh, my God, talk about divine timing, you know, 11th hour. I can't believe it. But so, okay. All right. So we're I, I, want to, I want to hear all about it later. Right now yeah. we're doing our interview, and we don't want to cut into her time because she's <laughs> ugly and a lousy actress, and we don't want her to not get hired by some right. horrible low-budget zombie movie. <laughs> Well, she doesn't even need makeup to do the zombie movie. She just goes in in the morning without any makeup she, on. Oh, you, you think you're kidding? Yeah, no, we're, we know we're kidding. No, I mean, I'm, I'm you looking think you're at kidding? I have to tell you something, Honey Bunch. I think I like you better blonde. <laughs> no, the red, the red is good. I like the red. You don't even know if she's red right now. She could be purple for all you know. With that actor you were dating, and you look. I love the. Oh, I like blondes anyway. That's I have to see you, Red. I, 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 I've seen you brown and I've seen you blonde, but I don't think Christian, it's pretty I've seen brown you right red. now. It's not. It's not red right now. It's brown. Okay, there's a picture of you right now where you have like fire. He's just getting. But, but that's just. Um, that's Chad. Uh, it's so, not like I'm at her house taking pictures. The way we're looking pictures. at all the pictures, Christine, <laughs> just so you know, is like Chad, our engineer. Like Hello. because people can watch this show live. Like right. they're watching us you. in our studio. He throws up pictures of you that are just. He's pulling them off of the internet. So I think there's pictures. Yeah. In every different way, he just posted. Let me give a you a theory of why people prefer me as a blonde. Because, because I was I, a blonde twenty years ago. I was twenty right. years younger. That's what you're responding to. No, no, now I didn't I'm put any of those up. And also, I, was, I just be the crypt keeper with blonde hair. No, <laughs> as a blonde, as a blonde, you're more Grace Kellyish. There's a very classy, oh softy look to you. Very Grace, very, very Grace Kelly. As a redhead, but I'm you're a more crude s- bitch. 
Get no, him. <laughs> get him. You should be a redhead. With that yes. red hair, you're more Cindy Lauper. And you don't want to be oh, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper, what? That, you know, wild red hair. Or, or, I like the brown hair. Red hair. Or Agnes Moorhead from Bewitched. Actually, Deirdre Christine is a oh, wild redhead, and so that's, that's why when, right. you, when you said that that whatever you just said a second ago, that's why she was jumping all up and down. Because what do they say in the <laughs> chat room? Chat room: Should she be blonde, red, or black? They like brown. <laughs> they like it's brown. brown. My hair's brown. Yeah. Her hair's brown now. So I think I think no matter how you do it, it looks awesome. And let's go back to the book. So is this go. book? I know you did a short film on this book. Is this book? I, do you have an intention to try to turn this book into a feature film? Oh wow! Look at that picture. Sexy. Now that's a picture with the bangs. And that's kind of like a Betty Page look. Yeah, with the three inches of cleavage. I like that. Hey, look at the cleavage. <laughs> the decolletage, we should say. Now that's yeah, a sexy okay. picture. Let's right. go back. Let's Wake go back. Up, so are we looking? Are we looking to turn Bathing in the Single Girl into a feature film, like a full-length That'd feature film? That'd be fantastic. Film. Or a TV series would be even better. Oh, that's a good idea, a TV series. Yeah, it would be like the next Sex yeah. in the City, but even better. Well, yeah, let's actually, when you know, when I'm asked that, you know, there's, you know, there's shorthands you can describe things with, and I would say that this book has le- less in common with uh, Sex in the City and kind of more in common with girls. Uh, so I would say it's girls 15 years later. Oh, oh wow. that's cool. It's- All right, hey, listen to this. We're going to read it, and then we're going to call you in private. All right. Of course, there's a possibility we may be interested in doing this. You may actually die laughing, so. No, yeah. I'm, oh, we I, like I, that. Get your, I, I, your, your finances in order before you read it. First, okay. First of all, <laughs> you might die laughing. No, your personality on this show is very peppery, and you're a hot tamale, and you're funny, and you're, you're, you're witty, and you're a sport. All of those things make you <laughs> an interesting writer. Absolutely. You know, you're not one of these boring dying So how, how well are you being received? So how long has the book been out? It hasn't been out too long, a right? A week. It's been oh, out it's a week. Oh, out well. A week. That's it? Yeah. How many oh, pages? Yeah, I'm still sort of working through some kinks with it right now. Um, it's, it's brand, brand spanking new. You're the first interview I've done about it. Oh, oh cool. Wait, how many pages? Aww. How many pages? I just got the co- my first copy last night. I got it in my hand for the first time in my life. I held one last night for the first time. That's and how, how many pages? How, how many pages is it? It's mammoth. It's huge. It's a big, thick. It's three hundred and seventy-two pages, pages or something. It's three hundred seventy-two pages. How many? Three hundred seventy-two. Like gone with the wind. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's huge. We're going to totally get it. We're going to totally get it. I do think that I would love to see you back on a regular TV series again, too, which would be a lot of fun. Yeah. You um, and me both. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could find a little part for me in it. If we produce it, I'm going to put my name in there. <laughs> I'll, I'll work opposite. I could play your grandfather. <laughs> We're the same age. Oh, you and I are the same age? Oh, he's, um, he sometimes fibs a little bit when he says he's 50. I have oh, a daughter. Wait, Christine, have, you're 50? No way. She'll be 29 next week. I have oh, a daughter. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, my God. First of all, you don't, yeah, look, you don't look anywhere near your age, which is a really cool yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't at all. My oldest, wow. daughter, my eldest daughter, Leslie, will be 45 tomorrow. So figure out the math. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Moses and I used to. You know, you know, you might be like my mother. I'm tr- I'm almost fifty, but my mother's still only fifty. There you go. Well, that's about what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah that works. That's he exactly looks really good. In, he looks really good in a dress too, so he could be your mother. Right. When people oh, no. ask me, when people ask me how old are your children, I say, "Oh, much older than I." <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. That's the answer. But seriously, um, you're fun. I like you. I somebody I can hang out with. I like wild people. I hate boring people. So, so I don't hate. I just don't socialize with. So, so the book's only been out a week. We want to tell everybody again that they can get bathing in the single girl. Go on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. You can find out more yep. about it. Uh, also, too, like because you're like, in, I didn't know, like I didn't know you had all these social media. So I just started following you on everything. But, right. again, but you can. When is she going to be? I, I can't get the yeah, book. Yeah, I have a food blog. I have I a food blog too. I want to read you on the computer. I have six scripts to read that Morley just sent me, our partner. After I read those scripts, I'm reading your book for sure. we got to get it. Well, how do I get it? We go to Amazon.com and get it. I can get it on the iPad. Don't worry about it. I can get it for you so on the So I can iPad. read it big? Yeah. It has to be big. Yeah, we'll just get the book from Amazon and they'll deliver it. You okay. can get a Kindle for $4. You can get a Kindle for $4. So I don't have the machine. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do? Yeah, we have the machine. It works on an iPad. Kindle I have an iPad. You can read them on a computer or on an iPad or any kind of tablet. You don't actually need a Kindle to read Kindle uh, yeah, we have, files. We, there's an app for it. We have two, we okay. have two tablets, Sun, so we'll get Sunday, it. Sunday, I'm making a date with myself because it's freezing here. I'm putting on a fire. I'm curling up in the lounge, and I'm reading your book. And I will get you can to, buy the physical book. The physical book is so satisfying to hold. I'm going to buy the physical book because I like to actually where have we, things. Where are we going to go? Yeah, I like Me the too. smell of pages and the weight of a book. Where's I'll buy it as well. Go online. You just go online oh, and order mail it. it to you. Yeah, they'll mail it no, to you. No, I want it by Sunday. Oh, well, either way. We'll oh, work it out. Yeah. Buy them both. That's what you do. You just buy, buy them and, all. And if <laughs> I have a physical book, I want it dedicated. So we have to so, mail it to her. So we'll it. mail it to her once we buy it. Yeah, otherwise so I don't. No problem. I have a million books dedicated to me by everybody that dedicated. Wrote a book. You mean autograph? <laughs> no, <laughs> not dedicated. Not dedicated. <laughs> yes. No, not dedicated. That means like if you write it, dedicate this book to my dead husband. Mr. Or something. Blackwell did that. He said, "I dedicate this." There's a dedication book. in the book. My friend Ron Russell, Mr. Blackwell. There you the go. Mr. Blackwell. Okay, anyway, let's go back. <laughs> autograph. Can book. you see we're a little all over the place? That's kind of what makes us like crazy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it really is? Is I have bad sinuses, and my doctor gave me sinus medicine, and I just got me a little loaded. There you go. Right. So either way, anyway, you guys, uh, Christina Lisa is totally like in social media, and and Instagram is my favorite out of everything. So you guys need to follow her on Instagram. It's Christine Elise E L I S E McCarthy M C C A R T H Y. She's on Twitter. I didn't know you were on Twitter until yesterday, and it's C. E-L-I-S-E McCarthy. Follow her on Twitter. She's freaking, like, awesome. Um, do you have any, any? Uh, let's see, what do I want to talk about? I have a food blog. I have a food blog that it's about that I cook, and, I cook foods and show you how to do it. Are you a good cook? I'm a fabulous cook. Are you crazy? No, crazy. Jimmy and I are going to be in L.A. <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Do we have lunch? I don't, I don't mean darling. Let's <laughs> do lunch either. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, let's really meet and have lunch. You're very interesting. I need to talk to you about it. So let's go back to the food blog, though, then. Yes, we're going to hook you up. She didn't answer yet about the lunch. That's okay. I have her phone number. I'll just call her. I wanted wanted to answer now. (laughs) Oh, he wants you to answer now that if we come to L.A., you'll have lunch, so that way he won't. uh, He's got you locked on the radio. Absolutely. No, you know why? Because I have a a million. I used to live out there for 35 years. I've got a million people I'm seeing when I'm there in my little week. So I want to know who I could give the time to and who I can't. You're I'm very doing... busy. You're a very, very no. busy boy. No, it's just that I've lived, you know, hey, if you live in L.A. for 35 years, you make a lot of friends. Enemies, too. But friends. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, want to, I want to hook up with Lainey Kazan. There's a lot of, you know, my dear friends for years. Okay, let's go back, though. We don't, she doesn't need to know that. I want to go back to the food blog. So what is the food blog for everybody who wants to know what it is? It's called delightful, delicious, delovely.com. 
Delight. Uh, That's a cool it's, name. No, it's very it's what's an irreverent it's delicious, food delightful. porn site. Whoa. A food porn site. Oh, yeah. Food porn. Yeah, see, I caught your ear there. Food porn. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. What does that mean for exactly, um, food porn? It's food you know, pictures that, that actually question. turn you on. <laughs> what to yeah. do with Anna? <laughs> no. Well, no, no, no wait, wait. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. No, she said it's porn. What to do with a cucumber? <laughs> no, no, she's telling you. Let her talk. So, like, food porn. <laughs> explain food porn. Ron doesn't get it. Neither do I. <laughs> it's just uh, food that makes you salivate. Lusty okay. photographs oh, oh, like, like chocolate. delicious things. Everything dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Okay, so it's delicious. Exactly. Deli- wait, what is it again? Delightful, delicious, and lovely. But you know delightful, what? Delightful, delicious, lovely dot com. It's a lyric from the song. Delightful, delicious, and lovely. But if you go to bathingbook.com, all the links in my contact page there, the links to my Twitter, my Pinterest, my Instagram, the, bath- the, the food porn blog, you know, links to buy the book, everything's there, all concentrated in one little clean little site, bathingbook.com. There you guys go. So you just go to bathingbook.com. Is it, is it a, so have you been doing the food blog for a long time? Yeah, about a year and a half. So actually, like you're like a quadruple threat because you've got everything going on. Great actress, and author, food blog, and photographer, photographer. And also, don't you, you do a lot of stuff with film festivals? What's your f- photography site? Uh, MyPinupArt.com. MyPinupArt.com. Oh, is That's one of the pictures? I, is that the picture where it. we saw where you look kind of like Betty Page? With the red bangs uh, on here. Uh, that, well, I didn't take that photo, but, uh, but I have taken photos of myself looking like Betty Page. Okay. It's actually a nude. It's actually a nude on that site. If you go to mypinupart.com, there's a couple of nudes of me that I took. Now we can show you that, how really tasteful. hot you are. Okay. Of course they're No, she's, fat, she's fat, ugly, and, and untalented. You didn't know. She's a dog. <laughs> she's a mess. Is a, is she's a mess. She's an incredible tool. Listen to her. Photoshop <laughs> is an incredible tool. You don't need to Photoshop you, anything. Wait, you don't do headshots, do you? I used to. I don't anymore. Because so. if anybody out there that's listening, we have a lot of actors and actresses that listen, and gay people. If you want headshots, gay guys love headshots. They love head. Oh my shots. God! I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> on the radio. Oh, oh my God! Really? I said headshots. You pig. <laughs> sure, Jesus. Ronnie. I asked Chad. Oh, you're gonna love my book. Wait, he really is gonna love your book. I think Wait, it's gonna be I, a match I, made Sunday. In I told you, I'm having a romance with it. Sunday, oh, I'm making it's pasta. scandalous. I'm, you're gonna laugh, and I, you're gonna I'm, be embarrassed, and you're gonna feel uncomfortable. I'm making chicken cacciatore <laughs> Sunday for my family because we all do Italian family Sunday. Chicken cacciatore, the fireplace on. I okay. intend to get off my lap and read your book. So your book is gonna be stained with all red sauce. Oh but my. that's okay. That's all right. That's as long as it's right. red sauce. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I asked Ch- Chad before we went on the air. Right. I said, you know, Chad, we could really use some extra money. Do you think Jimmy and I should do daddy porn? No. I mean, how do people know what daddy porn means? But everybody said Is no. Is it like granny porn? It's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like when old people have sex and then so, you videotape it. So, Chad, <laughs> Chad. Does he have a show on HBO like that called Real Sex? But wait a minute. Oh, yeah, they do have it. Yeah, but they don't usually do daddy porn on. No. Mm. So Chad, uh, everything they Chad, do do Chad, is a train wreck, though. Right, Chad, yes, you're right. Chadley politely answered my question by saying, No, I think you should stay in film. <laughs> Regular film. Keep it close up. Regular film. Keep yeah. Regular film. So let's go back, you guys, because. Uh, uh, we're going to run out. We have to give Deirdre a couple of minutes. We're going to run out of time. So everybody, check out Christine Elise McCarthy, her new book, Bathing in the Single Girl. Go to bathingbook.com. 
And uh, definitely, everybody, please buy it. Follow her on Twitter, all her sites and everything if you go to bathingbook.com. Uh, also, like, go and buy all her movies. I know she doesn't get anything out of it, but then you get to see how much, like, what a fabulous, like, actress she is. Check out the food blog. Check out the pinup. Uh, what's the pinup one again? My pinup art. It's all My linked pinup. on at, at bathingbook.com. Everything's linked there. So just go to bathingbook.com. Check it all out. Please buy her book. We want it to be a New York Times bestseller. She's fabulous. And, yes. And look for it soon to be a television show coming on one of the major networks soon. There you go. You are absolutely a joy and a delight, and I look forward to meeting you for lunch. Thank you, Christine, so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Good luck with the book. Good luck with your career. And anytime you have anything to promote, please let us know. We'll love to have you back. Absolutely. I will. Thank you so much, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. She's awesome. I freaking like love her. She's so adorable. And like some of the movies she's in, I love. Like Body Snatchers is like one of the greatest movies. So Deidre. Don't shout my ears. <laughs> I think we lost Deidre. Oh, we lost Deidre, too. We got rid of Christine and Lisa, and Deidre dumped us. So We, we lost Deirdre. Deidre right during daddy porn. She's, like, hung up. No, Deidre had an audition. She has an audition. Oh, okay. So Everybody, Deidre will be back next week. She's uh, got an audition. She's going to be going to New Orleans. It's going to be a lot of fun for her. And we want to, like, because we how much time are we? Oh, we have, like, five minutes, right, Chad? We got about six I mean, and a half. Six see minutes. if we can get Deidre back. No, she, let her go to her audition. She'll call no, us. She if, can call us, talk to us uh, for, during the audition. No, she can't. So, everybody, we want to thank all the syndicates of the Jimmy Star Show. We want to thank everybody in the chat room who's always in the chat room. I want to give a special shout-out to Chad Girl just because we haven't given a special shout-out to Chad Girl like lately, and she's the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. And soon you'll see some cool jackets I sent Chad Lindbergh. And follow her on Twitter. She, I mean, follow her on Twitter and Instagram. She's freaking awesome. Uh, again, Iris Ginger, she's the best. Um, yes, she is. We, we want to thank all the syndicates of the Jimmy Star Show, uh, W4CY Radio, our home station, and uh, we, we love W4CY, and we have the greatest engineer on the planet, Mr. Chad Murphy. Thank you very much. Uh, we have WROM Detroit that we play uh, in Detroit. I think it's on Saturday nights. We're on Planet Radio Network Friday nights in New York, London, Ontario, and L.A. WBAD.net, Bad Tomato Network. It's in Washington, D.C., Monster FM Radio, Sunday nights in New York City. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City on Thursday nights. The 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. You can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, how come she Skyped in and we didn't see her? She just called in. She, well, she said in. she saw us. No, she couldn't see us. And how'd she know what I look like? She didn't. That She said I don't look my age. I don't know. She might have seen, maybe she was uh, Googling stuff oh, all those, uh, those, as we were going those along. Touched up pictures. But she wasn't on, so <laughs> they aren't touched up. She, Chad, did, did you ever did you ever see uh, uh, Beverly Hills 90210? I think I caught an episode or two. She played Emily Valentine, and she basically like she was, was the witch. party girl. She was like the party girl who went out with Jason Priestley, the lead guy, who she went out with in real life, actually. Oh, really? She him in real life. I only saw and, a couple episodes. I didn't really follow the show, but I do remember her, and uh, I think uh, she's a good actress, and she is pretty. And, yeah, and she's one of the outstanding characters of that series. You know, some right. of them were boring. Yeah, she stood out. But she true. stood out. She, she really did a good job was with Was she uh, on full-time? She was on full time for like one season, I think. Okay. Uh, where she was like the main girlfriend for like a season. Did she and get she killed? Used, she also had a recurring role. She was one of the doctors, I think, uh, doctors or nurses on ER for several years. And she was in Child's Play 2 as the main star in Child's Play oh, 2. That's right, that's and right. she also did two movies with Viggo Mortensen, who he's, he's, he's good. pretty huge. And she just did this Disney movie, Prom, that was a big hit. Well, good for uh, her. Like a year and a half ago. She was cool. Good to have her. Yeah, she's fun. She's a working actress, I'm happy to hear. 
Absolutely. Not and too many of us are working, although I am soon. Yep, absolutely. And also, you guys, uh, check out quickly. Go to fundraiser.com uh, and, and uh, see if you can donate 10 or 20 bucks. Get a gift card back to help get Quigley funded. It's F-U-N-D-R-A-Z-R.com. And follow him on Twitter at Quigley Movie. There you go. And I think he gives you something for every dollar. Yeah, every, every dollar that you get, you get a gift card back, and you get to pick where the gift card is from. Right, like Starbucks and things like that, which is not bad Home because Depot, you Sears. would give the money to Starbucks anyway. Here you're giving it to make a film for kids because it's about a little dog that's an angel. So if you love dogs and if you love children and you want to entertain children and be a part of it, Buy a buck's worth or two bucks or five bucks. You get it back anyway. I think at a minimum it might be ten. You have whatever, to do it in whatever 10 it is. But either way, you'll get know. it back. Go on the website. You'll find, figure it out. And just remember that you're helping to make that film happen so that – We want it to happen too because we both have roles. <laughs> no, that's a very egotistical <laughs> statement. That's I'm true. talking about I, – I want to be in that film and I want to be good in it because I know kids are going to watch it. And children today are so limited on what they can watch on television or in the movies. We're going to give them a clean, wholesome, wonderful film about a beautiful little dog who's dead, who's an angel. And I'm an angel and Jimmy's an angel and the story the is – The dog's not dead. Huh? The dog's not dead? <laughs> no. I thought the dog was The dog dead. is like a superhero who gets oh. angel who gets sent down to save Earth. The mutt's got wings. I huh? thought it was a dead dog. Well, he's an angel but he like goes to Earth to like – he goes I down to that, Earth. But he's a dead dog. You have to be dead to be an angel. Well, they don't look at it that way. No, so. I do. <laughs> I mean uh, to me if you're dead, you're an angel. He's, heard of a he's just a dog. soul that has shifted into another uh, shell. Listen to that one. Did you ever see a dog? It's kind of like when they like come out of the hole they die in then they come out of the vagina and then That's they right. see the light that report Shapeshifter. Did you ever see Whoa. Did you ever see a dog have wings? Not yet. No, but Not till quickly. You have wings too. All fairies do. <laughs> That's how we get around town so quickly. That's how we get to lunch on the east side when we're on the upper west side. Absolutely. Also, we have a, a good show next week. We're going to have um, a really cool... I don't know if you call them a boy band because I'm not sure if they're brothers, but the name of the band is called No, and they're coming on next week, and they've been hitting on all the major television shows and, and all over the place, and so we're real happy to have them. So they're coming on next week. It's going to be a lot of fun for, for like a new Music Wednesday, and uh, and it should all be really good. And we want to, again, thank everybody for voting for us for the Shorty Awards and continue to go to shortyawards.com and vote for Jimmy Starr's show for the best web show. Right? I'm not saying anything. Why not? Because I don't feel like talking anymore. Oh, okay. How do you like them apples? So, Chad, what do you got going on this weekend? Not much. We got one private and one, uh, what do you call it, local. We have uh, Ron's favorite place. The uh, Don't say it. Don't say let's it. Let's see if you can I remember. It. What is it? It's the Bonefish Grill. No, In- it's incorrect. Bonefish Max. Oh, well. Bonefish Max. Bonefish Max. Is that right? Strike no. 75. Uh, okay. It's Bonefish Max. Correct. That'll be Friday night from oh, 9 to midnight, and then we're down at we Boca West Country Club. We have a bonefish here in Montgomeryville. We have a bonefish bone grill. Fi- it's called Bonefish Grill. Oh, yeah, they like- have that too, but that's not the one. He's at Bonefish Max. Ron like Bang Bang Shrimp? Who? No, he doesn't eat <laughs> seafood. Fish. He oh, doesn't no. eat seafood. So like he that's a good go. thing. Tuna fish with lots of mayonnaise, celery, and everything chopped up. Pickles, everything. That's so funny. But now, chat. <laughs> uh, next week, quiz me. I will have the proper name for you. You got it. Uh, it's cool. All right, everybody. You're going to quiz you, Bonefish Max. I'll tell you before the show Bonefish next week. Max. All right, everybody. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! Hope you had a good time, as I promised. Absolutely. We had a great time with you. Thank you yes. so much for tuning in. Chat room, everybody. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We think you guys are awesome. Tune in to the Irish Ginger Show and, and the Rebel Meddler Show on W4CY. And everybody, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, Chad. Peace.